to the Sports Talk with Big Sarge podcast. I'm your host, Big Sarge. Make sure you follow me on Twitter, Big Sarge Sports with the Z at the end. You can also find me on Instagram at that same name. And if you add .com to the end of that, you can also find me and my articles right there. So please make sure that you, you, you follow me. And then if you like this podcast, which you should, um, subscribe to it and share it. Let all your other friends know about it too. Stop being selfish. Stop being selfish. Y'all know how we do it here when when we go down memory lane, right? Uh, it, it, it's it's a nice little tedious process that goes like this. I saw a photograph. It almost made me laugh. It took me back, back down memory lane. Do you all remember what you were doing, July second, twenty eighteen? It's hard for me to remember what I was doing July 2nd, 2018, just because it's hard for me to remember what I had on two days ago. I'm afraid that one day somebody's going to walk up to me and be like, hey, Big Sarge, let me holler at you for a second. Come over here, bro. Be like, what's up? Why are we whispering? It don't matter. Listen, you had those clothes on two days ago. No, uh, yeah, for real. Hey, look, you posted on social media. Here's a picture of you in that same outfit two days ago. Like, for real? Man, I'm just going to go home and change shirts. Anyway, July 2nd, 2018, NBA free agency starts, right? NBA free agency starts. And what is the biggest news uh, to start free agency? LeBron James has signed with the Los Angeles Lakers for four years. Y'all remember that, right? LeBron James signed with the Los Angeles Lakers for four years. Yeah, that's the time that Magic Johnson sat in his driveway for like two hours waiting on free agency to start so he could go in there, rush in there and get him to sign the contract so they can go ahead and announce that he was a Laker. Like, that's funny. Now, there was another time doing free agency uh, that made me laugh as well. Y'all remember when <laughs> Doc Rivers and Blake Griffin, I can't think of who the other player was, went in uh, and locked DeAndre Jordan into his house Remember, DeAndre Jordan had gave a verbal commitment to the Dallas Mavericks, but then Doc Rivers and his team showed up and they locked him in and they played spades and they played dominoes and they played Pokemon Go. And then they also um, played a little 2K and Blake Griffin played with the Clippers. But I mean, he once he selected his profile, there was two Blake Griffins on the team and DeAndre was all confused. OK, that didn't happen, but. Side note, doesn't Blake Griffin look like the type of person that even though he's already on the game would build himself again and put himself on the team he plays for? And you're playing against him. You're like, why is there two Blake Griffins on your team? It's like, well, you know, Madden. I mean, I'm sorry. You know, 2K doesn't really know me like they think they know me. And so I went and I built myself because nobody knows me like I know me. But why is his name Blake Griffin? Well, I mean, that's my name. What? What? Who else was I supposed to name him? 
I digress. But y'all remember that, right? That was the same time Mark Cuban was running around uh, uh, sending uh, messages to DeAndre Jordan. Hey, big head, I'm here. I thought we were supposed to get together tonight. I mean, you know, I didn't call your mama house. You ain't there. I didn't hit you up. And your... Why did you block me on all your social media? Does this mean we're exclusive? You didn't want anybody to know before we announced that you were going to be a Dallas Maverick? Like, why? just return my calls. I'm here. I'm in the city of Houston waiting on you, DeAndre. Oh, by the way, Dirk says hello. So y'all remember when the Lakers signed. I know you're like, Big Sarge, you're tripping. No, I'm not. Uh, you remember when, when the Lakers signed LeBron James? How many of you all had Laker friends that you follow on social media or that you know in real life? Didn't it make you laugh that before they signed LeBron James, they called him Queen James, called him soft, had been criticizing him since the Miami days and say that he didn't have the intestinal fortitude. He would never be a Kobe Bryant. He could never play for our team because he's not tough enough. We only like tough players over here. Y'all remember that? Y'all remember when Laker fans were dogging LeBron James, especially during the finals. And then everything just changed. Now, all of a sudden, LeBron James is the best thing since sliced bread. LeBron James is the best thing since they made the little flavoring for the waters. You know, the little packages you just put in there. I like the uh, pineapple one. Anyway, y'all remember that? Now, all of a sudden... The whole dynamics and dichotomy of the Lakers fans has changed. They put murals up of LeBron James. They had billboards of LeBron James. They started selling his jersey. Like all of a sudden, LeBron James isn't that weak, fragile, social media loving person that he was before you all signed him. Fast forward to July of 2019. On last night, the Rockets traded Chris Paul and two draft picks to the Oklahoma City Thunder for Russell Westbrook. Yeah, let me repeat that again. The Houston Rockets traded Chris Paul and two draft picks to the Oklahoma City Thunder from for Russell Westbrook. Yes, that Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. Nope. Yeah. That same Russell Westbrook that Rockets fans had been saying was erratic, was out of control, took too many ill-advised shots, terrible three-point shooter, loves to pad his stats, not a good team leader, ran off Harden, ran off Ibaka, ran off Durant, uh, ran off Paul George. That one. Yeah, that same one that just a day earlier, the Houston Airwaves was lit up by saying that they didn't need Russell Westbrook. And then they got him around about, what, 7.30, 8 o'clock last night? They got him. And then I went to Twitter. And now all of a sudden, Russell Westbrook can come here and he can dominate with him and James Harden. We could go to the top. Wait a minute. What? Hold on. Because... Well, where did other tweet at that you had said that Russell Westbrook sucks? That you like how hard he plays, but you never want him to play on your team. And that if he came to your team, you wouldn't be a fan of the Rockets. Like, where's that tweet? Did you delete that? 
oh man, getting Russ and Harden back together, that's going to take the Rockets over the top. Glad they got rid of Chris Paul because they need a player with uh they need a player like a Russell Westbrook here. Huh? Hey, where's that other Facebook post where you said that Russell Westbrook hadn't gotten out of the first round of the playoffs since Kevin Durant? Uh, Kevin Durant left and you didn't want him because he ran off Victor Oladipo and at the year that he won the MVP it should have went to James Harden like where's where's that post because I can't find it now all I'm trying to say is the hypocrisy of some of you Rockets fans starting to show that shade of hypocrisy that you wear is not your color How can a guy that you criticized for his whole career all of a sudden be the savior in a day? Less than 24 hours. How is that? I don't understand how you criticize this guy repeatedly on social media, on the airwaves. And then all of a sudden he comes and he plays for the Rockets. And now all that just goes out the window. What happened when he when he came to the Rockets? Did he get a magical jumper all of a sudden? Did his shot selection change all of a sudden? Did his 2K rating go up? Is he not volatile in the in the locker room anymore? I, I just don't understand it. And this is why I don't get into a lot of sports debates with fans. Because when I tell you to put your fandom to the side and let's talk professionally, let's let's remove fandom and let's just talk. You don't want to do it. I'm an Oklahoma City Thunder fan. I have watched the Thunder play every game that they had since they left Seattle. I've watched Russell Westbrook play his entire career every game he's played i got the nba package so i could watch i use my dvr when i'm out covering games so i can come home and watch and i've always told you russell westbrook is a good player playing out of position also i've told you he his jump shot is not the best he has an all right mid-range jumper but he does not shoot the three very well. And coming to Houston in his Mike D'Antoni system, it's not going to work. Unless Mike D'Antoni is willing to change some of that offense to fit a, a player like Russell Westbrook's style. I went on record by saying, I don't think that uh, Russell Westbrook coming to the Rockets is a good fit. I've said that publicly on radio, on people's shows. I don't think so. I, I, if you're looking for a true point guard, you got one in Chris Paul. And I know some of you all have soured on him within the last day as well. That's another podcast for another time. So I'm interested to see what they're going to do. I'm interested to see how he's going to fit into this system. But I'm also interested in seeing and I'm going to watch to see when some of y'all are going to go on and change your tune. When some of you all, and what I mean by changing tune, when are some of y'all going to go on and admit that you criticize him and although he's playing for your team, the criticism is still the same. 
You don't do that. You won't. I'm looking. I can't find your old tweets. Rockets Twitter. I can't find your old tweets on how you dogged Russell Westbrook out. Just like I couldn't find Laker fans tweets and social media posts about LeBron James. And how does that stand? For, how, how does your credibility stand now with the other people, with, with, with your other friends? Outside of other Rockets fans. And this is when you want people to take you serious. Like you want me to take you serious when we're in a, in a sports debate. And you're, you're, you, you change when the wind blow. If you followed me since 2015, since I've been in this media market, you know one thing about me. I can put my fandom to the side and I can criticize and I can praise my team all in the same breath. If you've heard me on, on air, you've heard me talk about the Dallas Cowboys from a professional standpoint. Not from a fan standpoint. And when I do you, when I am talking from a fan standpoint, I'll tell you all. I'm taking off my professional hat now and I'm putting on my fan hat. When Russell Westbrook and the Oklahoma City Thunder lost to the Portland Trailblazers this year in the playoffs, the first thing I came on air and said, they deserved it. Russell Westbrook should have never gotten into a, 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 a pissing contest with Dame Lillard. Knowing that his pecker was too small. When you're talking about shooting, you don't you don't have a shooting contest with a shooter. That didn't make any sense to me, Russell Westbrook. This is the first time I seen anybody get inside of Russell Westbrook's head. But I called it fair and square. I'm right down when I'm when I'm talking about it. When I got my professional hat on, I'm talking about it right down the middle. But a lot of you all. You, you want to engage uh, other people in, into conversation, into debates, but you never can take your fan hat off. And I don't know what color uh, 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 your, your fan hat is going to be, depending on, I guess, who we talking about. But where is that same energy? Where is that same fervor that you had uh, against Russell Westbrook? Now you love him. And that's just one thing that I can't understand. Before I get out of here, though, y'all know how we do it. All my Vietnam veterans, welcome home. Germany, good night. All my active duty military personnel that's downrange, good night. It is now time for Big Sarge's Article 15. <sighs> Nick Young, come get this work. <sighs> Bro. You cannot go on any type of national publication and say that your former coach rolls the be best blunts. You can't say that. You can't say he rolls the best blunts. You can't say he uh, breaks up the best weed. You can't say he's, he, he can roll the best joints. These are the things that you got to keep to yourself, Nick Young. You cannot come out and say that about... Steve Kerr, you criticize him for his coaching style, criticize him for his beliefs, but don't come out there and throw the man under the bus and tell everybody, hey, man, listen, let me tell you something, bro. Y'all want that, that sticky, icky, icky, that ooh, wee, that mm, mm, that blueberry yum, yum. Y'all need to hit up Kerr, bro. Kerr, who is Kerr, bro? Kerr, 
Who? Coach Kerr. Steve Kerr of the Golden State Warriors. What? He the connect? He the plug? Listen, let me tell y'all something. I don't know who he used and they got the medical marijuana card, but I'm telling y'all, he got that. Ooh-wee. He got that fire. And not only that, he can roll with the best of them. Listen, there's only two people in this world that I smoke weed with. And that's Snoop because he can roll. And that's Steve because he can roll. Yeah, Steve Kerr. Oh, you can't do that, Nick Young. You just can't. It's against all principles and morals. And it's against the smoker's code. You can't come out and tell somebody else about you know, the person you smoke with, you chief with, you blow with. You can't do that. Especially not somebody as professional as Steve Kerr. But, hey, look, what do I know, right? We're only talking about a guy who said that they need to make cocaine legal. Look it up. Nick Young said that they should make cocaine legal. Hey, Nick Young, maybe that's what you were on when you were doing that interview. I'm out. All hard work, hard work. All hard work, hard work.